0: Clearly, I have a lot of opinions about this. Hello and welcome to Improper Fantasy Football. My name is Mark and the NFL season is nearly here. That means it's time to get a close-up of each team, division by division, and get an idea what to expect. Today, we're going to kick off our close-ups for the 2023 season with the AFC East, starting with most people's pick to win the division, the Buffalo Bills. This is a team that has had high expectations for each of the past few seasons josh allen playing about as well as anybody else in the nfl he's on the cover man in this season and quite frankly the sky's the limit he is likely going to be qb3 in most fantasy leagues uh behind mahomes and behind jalen hurts depending on how well you think hertz's rushing game is going to translate to this season Now, Josh Allen has a running attack as well. He gets his touchdowns. He gets a little bit more yards, whereas Hertz goes ahead and gets the quarterback sneak going into the end zone. Now, taking a look at the rest of this team, there have been a couple of additions this offseason. There's no more Devin Singletary at running back, but they have James Cook, a second year running back that I was high on last year. Let's see how he works. Uh, They've also got a couple of vets behind him. Damian Harris came in from the Patriots, and they have Latavius Murray as well. Jordan Mims is an undrafted free agent from them this year as well. Now, their big first round acquisition in the draft was Dalton Kincaid, a tight end that a lot of people expect will be getting into the passing game much more consistently than I think we've been expecting Dawson Knox to play uh, the past several seasons. I've been high on Dawson Knox just because Josh Allen has been his quarterback, and now we're getting a pass-catching tight end I'm not so sure how well he'll translate in year one but i think a lot of people have expectations for him i have a lot of expectations for him we'll see how sean mcdermott fits dalton kincaid in year one the offensive line looks pretty good they still have Deion dawkins conor mcgovern and mitch morse they did draft osiris torrance a guard that i was really high on last year i think he may have a chance to go ahead and start year one but there was a lot of talk this uh this draft season that uh, he may be a one-year prospect now because they've got a decent offensive line that may mean that their running backs have a little bit more value than they've had in years past I like James Cook I, I think if you can find James Cook in rounds five six or seven you're you're not going to be disappointed because I think he's going to end up being the number one for this team does that mean he's going to be good as your first to second running back at you draft I probably wouldn't put a bet on that but i think he's got high enough upside that he's worth a five six or seventh round draft looking at the wide receivers it all starts with stefan diggs he's one of the best in the league arguably a top five top ten wide receiver depending on who you talk to might be the best in the league they got gabe davis as well uh and he's got a lot of potential he's had some good numbers in the past last year wasn't the best for him from a numbers perspective so we'll see if he can go ahead and add to that. Having a big body target like Dalton Kincaid can potentially take some looks away from Gabe Davis, from Josh Allen, but also could free him up from coverage if he's not going to be that covered. Uh, defense defense is still pretty good. You could argue they might be a defense that's worthy of drafting before the last two rounds of your draft. They have a lot of first round picks in their front seven. Uh, you still have Von Meller who's uh, coming back uh, hopefully sooner rather than later from the injury that he suffered during last season. They've got a very good secondary with Tredavious Wide, Kyrie Elam, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. Damar Hamlin is back. He got into a couple of uh, reps the first preseason game, so lots of upside there. I think this defense is built to win. Moving on to the Miami Dolphins, a playoff team from last year that really didn't get the opportunity to show what they were capable of because Tua was lost uh in the later part of last season wasn't able to play in the playoffs yet Skylar thompson that was back there you know he he did what he could but ultimately uh they need to in the playoffs and this entire team is going to be built off of whether or not tua can stay healthy now, taking a look at this team how it's constructed this year it, it looks like there's a lot of the same Compared to previous years past, as far as like fantasy is concerned, the offensive line is put together very similar to how it was before. You've got Liam Eikenberg, you've got uh, Teron Armstead. Uh, the the, the whole offensive line is essentially coming back from last year. There are a couple of players scattered around the the offense that you're like, well, you know, maybe they can contribute. The most of which is likely going to be Devin O'Kane, uh, at the running back position. He was touted as the fastest running back of this past year's draft shocker, a team that's built on speed, takes the fastest running back. That also has Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson and Miles Gaskin on this list. The wide receivers, you're not going to be disappointed if you take any of the wide receivers in your draft this year. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, these are phenomenal plays to take. Tyreek Hill might be a first round pick, Jalen Waddell might be a second round pick, depending on how highly you value these players. Beyond that, uh, I don't have a lot of uh, expectation out of their tight ends you still got Tyler Croft back there but you 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 got Eric Salbert, and honestly the tight ends don't have a lot of upside so I think you're going to look to see if anybody can elevate themselves uh this year they do have a rookie Elijah Higgins we'll see if he does anything other wide receivers are still Cedric Wilson back there they've got Braxton Berrios Kiki Kute honestly nothing phenomenal else outside of the the obvious Contenders for your fantasy team. Uh, Tua, clearly, uh, you have to evaluate if you're going to draft him based off of how successful you, he's going to be able to keep on the field. And likely, if you are drafting Tua in your fantasy draft, you are likely going to have to take a backup quarterback, which, if you know anything about me, I don't take backup quarterbacks in my leagues where I only have to play one quarterback. So it, it depends on what your strategy is. I probably am going to stare clear from him myself just because of the uncertainty I have with his concussion situation. Now, on the defense, they've got some players here. You have uh, Christian Wilkins, who arguably is one of the best defensive tackles in the league. He's going to be up for contract next year. You have Jerome Baker, Jalen Phillips, Raquan Davis. These are players in their front seven that you should expect some, some great things, not to mention, of course, Bradley Chubb, the player that they traded for last season from Denver. They're going to look for a big return on their investment from him this year. Secondary, they no longer have Byron Jones, but they've upgraded him to Jalen Ramsey, and that's where this defense is going to shine in their secondary. They have Xavier Howard as well to go with Jalen Ramsey, Those starting corners are going to be problematic for teams to deal with, not to mention that they're backup corners. You have a second-round pick this year in Cam Smith and a first-round pick from a couple years ago, Noah Igbenagini. Uh He's kind of looking like he's a bust, but you've got talent that's here. So don't sleep on this defense from the Dolphins. I'm probably not going to draft them particularly high myself, but I think this t- this defense has some legs to go with it. Moving on to the former cream of the crop, the New England Patriots this is a team that uh, i don't know what to think about this team this is a team that has the pedigree from the coaching staff to say we are great this is a team that has a defense that is arguably a top three defense in the league and they went and they got christian gonzalez in the first round who fell to them they got Keon white in the second round they got marke mapu in the third round this is a defense that just got an infusion of youth to go with players like Josh Uche, Christian Barmore, Lawrence Guide, Matthew Judon, Devin go- Devon Gotcha, Dietrich Wise, Jawan Benley, Jelani Tavai. Look, this whole defense just screams, please win a championship with us this year because we are built to win. And then I look at the offense and I'm just depressed sure, maybe Bill Belichick can pull something out of his butt. Maybe getting rid of Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator and going back to the old tried and true Bill O'Brien, maybe that's going to lend itself to something. But you still got Matt Jones as your quarterback, who is limited. Now, we used to think of Tom Brady as limited because he really couldn't do anything dynamic, but he was just ultimately very good. And if the Patriots are gonna take a step this year to get back to the promised land, Mac Jones needs to at the very least be consistently pretty good and be the reason that they win, not just a guy to hold the ball and hand off on a consistent basis. Uh, they do have an interesting rookie in Malik Cunningham who did well in the first preseason game. I know that some people on various podcasts and uh, social media are, are clamoring for him to be the backup over, over Bailey Zappi. Let's hold off on that for a second. Let's see how everything else goes. The running back position is a little interesting because they have a, a few pieces here that you may be considering to draft. Romante Stevenson up until like I'd say yesterday. This is recording on Tuesday, August 15th. Uh Ramondi Stevenson was a borderline first round running back and definitely in the second round if you consider where he was what his projection was he doesn't have Damian Harris to share the load with anymore and it looked like he was just going to be the guy to hold the rock with Ty Montgomery being a split carry back and you have a couple of the guys in the back like Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong Jr but then Bill Belichick signs Ezekiel Elliott to be in the backfield and now you've got some dynamicism on your running back team you've got a young bell cow in Ramondi Stevenson and you've got a guy who pass protects and hits the goal line and the line of scrimmage about as hard as anybody as you can imagine in Ezekiel Elliott. So you may see some more short yardage improvement from this team this year. Uh, I don't know if that means I'd be willing to take Mac Jones higher or at all as a player this year in the draft, but it is what it is. Uh, Tight ends look interesting. You've still got Hunter Henry and they picked up Mike Kosicki. So, you know, let's, let's see if, if this team is any good. I like their offensive line. Their offensive line is is built, I would say, about as good as you can get. You have Trent Brown. Cole Strange, a uh, first-round pick last year. David Andrews, about as good of a center as you can imagine. Michael Onwenu, who's been going up and up everybody's rankings the past year. And, you know, Riley Reef. it's pretty good. The, the wide receiver options, uh, I am steering clear of them about as far as I possibly can go with one exception. Uh, I, I'm just un, un, ex, unexcited about Devontae Parker, Tyquan Thornton, and Juju Smith-Schuster, quite frankly. And Juju may be the best of them this year. The player I'm interested in is a rookie wide receiver that they got in the sixth round, Keyshawn Boutte. Uh, I believe he's out of LSU. And if you look at what he was doing Uh, Two seasons ago, he was incredibly hyped. And if you watched the draft stock at the beginning of last season, there were people saying that Keyshawn Boutte could be a top 10 overall pick in this past year's draft. Now, he slid back, didn't play particularly well, and slid so far back in this draft that now he's got to prove himself on a team that really doesn't take advantage of dynamic playmakers but he's in a team where he's just going to have to learn how to be a next man up, and that may be an area where he can uh, excel. Uh, on a team with an offensive coordinator like Bill O'Brien, who has had success in having some great young wide receiver talent, if you remember DeAndre Hopkins going through his system, that didn't end up the best. But at the same time, keep an eye on Keishon Boutte. He might be somebody to like snag as the last round uh, of your draft, or at the very end if you're picking up on draft free agents, uh in your fantasy league he might be somebody to like to kind of like snag at the end uh just to see what happens and last but certainly not least you have arguably the most interesting team in this division the new york jets this team has undergone a a transformation from expectation just based off of the fact that they now have Aaron Rodgers. I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan. I think I say that every single time we talk about Aaron Rodgers on the podcast, but he still can play at a high level. I'm not willing to look at one year of a down season when things just aren't going right, at saying, well, he's clearly fallen off the cliff. I don't think he's there yet. I think he's still got it in the tank, and I think he's got a lot of self-motivation that he can bring this team up with him not to mention the fact that the team just built very strongly from the offensive perspective the offensive line has got a couple of issues uh particularly with the tackles that just keep getting injured i love dwayne brown they've got lincoln tomlinson uh who still has a lot of money on his contract uh Connor mcgovern the other Connor mcgovern elijah vera tucker uh, who was a first round pick a couple of years ago was not kind of great in his first year and he's kind of lifted himself up and on that other side look the Mekhi Becton has to give them some return on his investment or else he's just going to find himself on the free agent mark soon. I like this offensive line but not enough to say this team's going to get all the time in the world to be able to make plays so they're going to have to rely on their running backs. Brees Hall had that injury last season that ended his season. I don't think he's off the physically unable to perform list uh he he might be being activated soon i think i saw that recently but they do have a couple of interesting names behind him on the depth chart Uh, i mentioned before that the patriots got zeke elliott well the jets just picked up dalvin cook and dalvin cook completely changes whether or not breeze hall is a second round or third round play because dalvin cook just made up end up being the lead bell cow for this team or they just may go to a running back by committee i like breeze hall i like dalvin cook but if they're sharing the rock on an aaron rodgers led team i think that means that you have to take a look at them in rounds four and five aaron jones was dynamic enough because he was a pass catcher uh with, with the patriots but aj Dillon, he was a guy that If you really liked him, you reached for him in round three, and you, by the end of the season, were a little disappointed, you probably should have taken him in round five and six, and you're probably going to be taking a look at Hall and Cook and pushing them down your draft board just because they exist within each other's uh, realities. Beyond that, you've got Michael Carter, and you've got Zaynavin Knight, who had some good shots last year, but they picked up this rookie, Israel Abanaconda, who... He was getting a lot of hype in the days leading up to the draft this past year. I don't know if he's going to be able to crack into this usual rotation or if he's going to have to find his way on special teams to be able to make something happen. But keep an eye on this kid uh, as this season or even next season goes on. If you're in uh, in a keeper league and you stash him at the end of your your season this year if he doesn't make a play maybe he ends up being something big if they can't retain Dalvin Cook and he ends up being a good complimentary back I know that's not typically what you want to hold on to for a keeper league but at the same time you know it's it's something to consider tight ends they have Tyler Conklin and they've got C.G. Uh they're going to be very very good Aaron Rodgers tight ends I feel uh, if I was to pick one of them to draft i probably take CJ Uzoma. I'm probably not going to draft either of them. Uh, if I end up having to be in a situation where I haven't had a tight end and these two at the, the only ones left on the board for me to take before it starts to drop off, I would probably wait until the draft is over and pick up somebody from free agency after I assess my draft. Uh, wide receivers on this team. They've, th- this wide receiver team just got... A lot of new weapons this offseason. They still bring back Corey Davis. They still bring back Offensive Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson, to this team. But they've got three new names. You've got Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, two former teammates of Aaron Rodgers that Rodgers loves to throw to, and he knows where they're going to be on these plays. But they've also got Nicole Hartman. So they've added a little bit more speed on the depth of this team. Uh, I, I think that the only two that you're going to want to target Will be Alan Lazard and Garrett Wilson. Uh, it really, really sucks to say that about Corey Davis because I thought he's done a good job the past three years of showing he can be a good number two wideout, but I think he's going to get pushed out just because of the familiarity with Alan Lazard and, and Aaron Rodgers. If you're looking to draft a defense on your team, uh, I like some of the players on this defense. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Quinan Williams. Uh, you've got a former Seahawk on here and Al Woods. Uh, if, if C.J. Mosley is playing up to a high standards, he's going to be great. You've clearly got the defensive rookie of the year in Sauce Gardner, another former Seahawk, and D.J. Reed. But this defense doesn't scream great to me right now. I'd love to be proven wrong. Maybe Jermaine Johnson takes a step forward this year. Maybe uh, Will McDonald ends up being a fantastic edge rusher in his rookie season. Uh, maybe Solomon Thomas proves that he's just not a complete disappointment to his draft status. But he, here's the thing. You're probably... Not looking at the defense of this team. If you're if you're in your fantasy draft, you're probably looking only from the Jets. Taking a look at Garrett Wilson, high. You know, taking a look at uh, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. They've been pushed down my board for me, but Aaron Rodgers is going to be the interesting draft play here. Uh, in a number of the mock drafts I've had, uh, I can get him in my final round of the draft. Uh, the the dynamic quarterbacks just go so early. Uh, and, and a lot of players are starting to adopt the strategy of not drafting a backup quarterback. That if you want a decent quarterback, you want to just load up on your flex positions the entire time. You can get an Aaron Rodgers or a Kirk Cousins or a Russell Wilson in round 14 or 15 if you wait successfully enough. So there's my close up of the AFC East. What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Let us know at our Twitter handle x handle at improper fantasy or go ahead and email us directly at improper fantasy at gmail.com hope you enjoyed today's close-up and uh, we'll see you next time